If you travel, you know how to really go off the grid. Like no cell service in your room, off the grid. You know which remote retreats have the best herbal baths, sound baths, and ice baths. Because when you set up your out-of-office, you mean it. Because when you're the escape artist, vacation is all about resting, meditating, drinking water, and minding your own businessing. The Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amex slash you know. When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. Welcome to the Friends. Every time I'm in the zone. My name is Dustin. I'm Francesca, also known as K Friend Hey. My name is Asante. This is the Friend Zone. The Friend Zone. That's a lot I could say, <laughs> and that's a lot I don't even need to say. Oh no! <coughs> that little ditty, okay, that you just heard. Little. Mm-hmm. Big, was it? That was a, <laughs> okay. I felt like I heard her coming around the corner before she opened her mouth. Well, listen, she was born for this. I mean, oh, okay? one hundred thousand percent. That little ditty you just heard is the big number from Cats, okay, <laughs> which is a legendary musical from Broadway that they've now adapted to film. Hate it or love it, it's there, okay? Did you see it? Mm-mm. Can we see it? <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. I, listen, y'all know I'm down to go. The <laughs> cats have, have hands, but I know some cats that got hands too, so it's all good. <laughs> oh my, my thing is this, though. <laughs> the reason that it's important that people see this film, okay? Now, you remember I'm old, so I remember being a kid and seeing like the people in the cat costumes performing like excerpts on the mm-hmm, Today the Show yeah. when Cats was popular on Broadway and being confused, like, why are these people dressed like cats and everybody's <laughs> taking it seriously? I remember that being like, my thought, my rationale as a child. Yes. Well, now that I understand the relevance of this piece to Broadway, I think it's important that we celebrate it and watch it, even if the people look like those people. So I think that one <laughs> of the so reasons, right? One of the reasons that we need to watch Cats, okay, is because of the music and the lyrical content of the music, y'all. That's where the real lessons are, okay? Mm. And yes, that's the big number in the show. Um, Jennifer Hudson plays Griselda, who is the old cat who sings that song. It's called Memory, okay? And it's like the number from the production. Right. And all of the greats, Patti LuPone, like everybody that Ooh. starred Ooh. in Cats <laughs> that played Griselda yes. is the person with the big number. So that's Jennifer Hudson's role. What a dream that was to be for her. Exactly. Like another notch. You know, I believe she has this book of like all of the great marks to make as an entertainer. And Hit. I think she's just hitting all of them. <clears throat> but I could go on and on. Anyway, 
you need to listen to the songs in the musical because you find life lessons there. What you just heard was an excerpt from Memory, which is a song where she says, touch me, it's so easy to leave me, okay? Mm. All alone with the memory of my days in the sun. If you touch me, you'll understand what happiness is. Look, a new day has begun. Now, when I heard that, <laughs> what I got was marriage advice, okay? Oh, I think that sometimes in relationships, and not even necessarily marriage, okay, if you cohabitating with a motherfucker, mm. all right, y'all going through a thing, y'all going through your problems, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Sometimes you need to just look at them in the eye and say, touch me. <laughs> it's so easy to leave me, and if they leave you, what you going to be? All along with your memories of your days in the sun or the good times in the relationship. Come on, Dustin But the Rose. next line says, if you touch me, you'll understand what happiness is. Look, a new day has begun. So if y'all fuck, you know what I'm saying? You understand what it's like to be happy with one another in the <laughs> oh same space. God. And look, in your relationship, a new day has begun. Wow. Okay? Touch me. It's so easy to leave me. But touch <laughs> me. And if you do, you understand what happiness is. Uh, hey, I couldn't have said it better okay. myself. The hashtag <laughs> this week is touch me. With that being said, it's time for the QT damn in Hashtag touch me. It's been a minute since we've had them. Uh, and today we're going to do something new, something different for the second one. But we'll get to that in a little bit. The first QTNA I have, first of all, rest in peace to the longtime NBA commissioner, David Stern, right? Everybody knows David Stern. He passed away early this year. But I want to know if it's true that when Democratic presidential hopeful Elizabeth Warren was uh, almost arrested this weekend at JFK Airport, right, allegedly. What? I want to know if if the reason that she was arrested is because when she put her eyes in the clear machine, David Stern's picture kept popping up, and they was like, now you know what? I know what? I know what I read. I know what I read happened. <laughs> oh, my God, friend. I'm so sorry. So something is going on here. How I does he to know say rest in peace was. and then add him to the, like, how do you do that? In the next case, okay? Wow. Dustin. In this second one, QTNA actually means quick total nigga analysis, okay? That's what QTNA means. And we still on Elizabeth Warren. Wow. Speaking of her. She's the candidate that has a plan for having a plan to have a plan. I I mean, she got a plan for everything, right? We got a plan for her, and it's called a glam team. I'm telling you, the only thing Elizabeth Warren is missing is glam. (laughs) I say we get Tokyo Styles on hair. You know what I'm saying? Get Tokyo Styles, give her a nice, like, bob, pull behind one ear, and get the, who is the nigga that be dressing Zendaya and Celine Dion? Luxury. Put him on the gear. Luxury law. Good, look, (laughs) let me tell you something. You do all of that, goodbye school board swag. Hello, Mrs. President. I'm telling you, that's what we need. Now, the third and final QTNA, which I've already spoken you about. You might be on, on to something. Though. I'm trying to tell you. You I'm might on be it. on a few things, but I mm-hmm. guess these are conversations for later. Yeah. So. Elizabeth Warren. I think she's missing. I'm telling you, luxury law and Tokyo motherfucking styles. You get them too, and get uh, uh who who is uh get Morel from the Wendy Show to do that makeup. Morel. You got a president. I'm telling you. Did you hear Cardi B wants to run for Congress? Yes, I did. That would be hilarious. <laughs> Speaking of glam teams and politics. That's right. Congresswoman B. From Cardi B to Congresswoman B. I love she about it. that action. Okay. Uh, third QTA. Finally, I already mentioned this on Twitter, but I just want to know uh, which one of y'all said Brandy Mama used to be in the OJs? You did, and I saw it on Twitter. <laughs> she used to be. She used to be my girl. With that wow. being said, 
Oh, Sonya. How do you even ease back oh, into Sonya. a new season Y'all know of the Brady Mama look like she could have been in the OJs. Just imagine <laughs> oh, her Sonya. hitting the steps with them, with Eddie and Walter. And, uh, Why did I anyway. immediately see her falling in a step in a pants? Suit? Welcome to the Friend Zone, your weekly and yearly and decadely <laughs> look Welcome into back. all things mental health, mental wellness, and my gene, because who wants a musty brain? I don't. Hi, friend, and hi, son. Hi, guys. Happy New Year. Welcome back. First episode of 2020. That's right. And speaking of first, we have our first live show of the year coming up for 2020. How about that? February 13th, SonyHall.com. Search the friend zone. Get your tickets. It's going to be a fun, lovely, sexy affair. It is cabaret style, full dinner menu Mm, available. mm, Drinks. We're going to have, we have some fun plans. Yes. Very fun, sexy fun. Tons of special guests. Yes. It's going to be pre-Valentine's Day fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you have a date, bring your date out, make them pay for it. If you're single, take <laughs> if yourself you're single, out. If you're single, come too because yes. it's going to be some singles Please fun come too. I'm going to be single. single there. So <laughs> Please we gonna come be in if there. you're single. Um, this is a great way to usher in the Valentine's Day yes. season. Okay? Yes. Because you may have more obligations that can be fulfilled in one night. I understand. <laughs> so this is a great way to usher that in. We coming in season early on the 13th for those people. So if you are a cheater, this night's for you. Oh, oh amen. Actually, just letting you know. I didn't um, even think of that. But great. <laughs> I can't wait. This is something totally different than we've ever done before. Like Fran mentioned, it's cabaret style. There'll be drinks and dinner available. We're going to perform um, in sexy outfits. Yeah. Uh, it's like Welcome to the Dungeon. Say <laughs> <laughs> so you want a real dungeon. you want a real That's right. Ready for this. So, yes, SonyHall.com. Search The Friend Zone. It is on February 13th. Doors open at 7 p.m. Come check us out. And we're super excited for the plans we have with Friends Zone this year. We have, we're doing our tour a little bit differently. Yes. It's going to just be a lot of really cool events happening. We can't wait as this, as the months roll out that we can tell yes. you a little bit more about that. But just know that we have a lot of great content on the way. 2020 feels good. Yeah, yes, it does. We ended 2019 with a bang with that show we in Atlanta. Did. It was such that, a great tour. Yes. That, that I have to say, I loved touring i had to make sure <laughs> i had to make sure i was being authentic i'm like do i do you love to touring i love aspects of it right. um but something about that last tour really felt good yeah and i know a lot of it had to do that jade and kia were there with yes. us absolutely it, yes. it's always f- extra to fun to me when it's a family affair so let's jump in guys yeah mm-hmm. i have a black business how black is it? Very black. <laughs> so you remember, uh, I don't know if it was last year. I don't know what year we're even in at this point. Um, as far as black businesses, we've been doing this for yeah. a long time. But remember we mentioned Giftize? Yes. yes. Which is the app where I you... Had the, yeah. I use it. <laughs> exactly. It's. I mean, it was a game changer, honestly. It integrates right into the iOS. Right so. into the iOS. So the creator of Giftize is, a. first of all, she's. it's a she, and she's a tech genius. Works is. Mm. I started following her years ago once I started really getting into cryptocurrency mm-hmm. because she is beyond financially literate and i love it because she knows how to break down really complex conversations like cryptocurrency Mm -hmm. and like financial literacy and even things having to do with housing and taxes you name it everything with finances that we can be confused about she just got it she's just brilliant like in so many different fields (laughs) so when i followed her once i started learning about bitcoin um I just was like blown away at how much I was learning from her just from every tweet. So I would suggest you follow her Twitter just mm-hmm. off top. Her Twitter is capital underscore SB. 
And she also is a creator of Giftatize, but she just released a financial starter kit. Mm. And I think that's so awesome. As soon as I saw it, I was like, let me save this because we're going to need to announce this on the show. So she explains this as the financial starter kit, gain financial literacy and avoid the pitfalls of the American dream. And it's a book for gaining a complete understanding of financial literacy. Learn how to avoid the common financial traps that people fall into and create a solid financial foundation. My favorite part is that not only is it the starter kit book, but it also comes with money allocation spreadsheets. Oh, wow. Mm. Which I think is a big deal. Yes. So you know where every dime is going. (laughs) You know where every dime is going. And when she said she's teaching you how to create a solid financial foundation, it starts with being able to see what's going in and what's coming out. Mm -hmm. Because I think that's something most of us tend to avoid looking at. Yeah, it's (laughs) one of my favorite things to look at. Dustin, because it creates a lot of anxiety surrounding that. Sometimes it's easier to just, you know, ignore it a little bit. So (laughs) I love that she's making us face. (laughs) 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 She's making us face all of this. It's January, top of the year. Okay. So financialstarterkit.com and her Twitter, if you'd like financial tips throughout the day, is capital underscore sb and if you hit her up tell her i sent you because i am a huge fan of hers and that's it for this week's black business amazing to start the year i mean amazing that spreadsheets we've spent all these this money at the end of the year you know we want to get ahead of the tax game and we're having budgenista come back on next month i'm telling you i actually was hoping that it was going to be this month but she's on vacation and you know we have to honor people's vacation time especially hey, vacation. she got the money okay <laughs> <laughs> i'm but sure that vacation's month. on the budget too and i know it's a big budget okay. for that vacation <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, but next month she's gonna come bless us with her I'm, her wealth of knowledge right so that's it for the black business i just now found out what bitcoin was though yeah even though we had a all whole this, episode? Yes, because all this time, <laughs> I was thinking it was a mean women's financial group. Here he goes. You see how I thought he I'm was leaving. serious? Can I just go? Bitcoin. <laughs> a whole bunch of Don't mean women start. with money Don't in a group. <laughs> be quiet. So, <laughs> so we... And then he's going to be like, and he going to shake I'm trying to drive the boat. So we figured because it's the first episode that we would kind of ease into the year instead of just like boop jumping and giving y'all segments straight up. Even though we could have done that, but we Mm -hmm. didn't want to. Right. So go on my knuckles and white. (laughs) So my first question (laughs) to you guys: Mm -hmm. How was your one month break? What a blessing, huh? A great, wondrous blessing. A luxury, An of amazing course. blessing to have this one-month break. Oh, it was, my God. I actually, last week I was like, you know, I wouldn't mind coming back early just because I and needed Dustin the distraction. And Dustin and I ignored you. And that was fine. <laughs> that was that was totally fine because I was probably going to be on that Tuesday, but I was just playing with y'all. But it was great because the uh, the break was really up and down. I had a mm. lot of highs and lows. Yeah. But it was, yes. twenty. How low were the lows? <laughs> Low, low, low. low. <laughs> I feel like 2019. The fact we're laughing. At <laughs> right, listen, <laughs> listen, Ari Lennox. I I've been low before. Okay, I know yeah, she's saying broke, but I've been. I've listen, been all I know is 2019 was trying to take me out, and no. then I had to hit Santana on the beat. I'm a bad bitch. Y'all can't kill me. And I then, met him over the bre- over the did break. you. <gasps> mm-hmm. you I met Santana. Met we got pictures together. Story. We chilled. Like I know. Like I. 
I met Santana. Uh, well, go ahead. I'm in. I you. met so Roland Ray. You met Roland Ray? No, but oh it was <laughs> Oh my God, Fred! You got <laughs> Dustin, <laughs> and he really did like, so hard. That was amazing. Oh, oh my God! Curse. I was like, you did, you lying? Because Roland Ray is funny. Meeting story. Roland Ray funny, y'all. I'm sorry. As fuck. Oh my God! I was God. bothering Asante when we were in Atlanta because I said something. Oh, <laughs> it was dollar. Oh, dollar. <laughs> I was saying, I asked him. If I was like, do you have a dollar? And then <laughs> he looked at me like, why the fuck did you say that? Like, oh, oh, the fuck? <laughs> Bye. <laughs> I can't say dollar. It's regular. No and now every time she says it, she's like, toler, toler. <laughs> have y'all ever seen that video of him? There's a girl that's Woo. popular on Instagram named Daisy. They call her Meatball. What? It's a long story, but uh, <laughs> like this is, okay. it's a video oh. of him arguing with her <laughs> oh, no. on Instagram Live. I'm just going to leave it there. I'll, I'll send it to you. Oh, I'm, I God. need to just follow him. Any you damn way. Well. What were we even talking about? Well, yeah, so, Asante, you were talking right. to us about your lows. Well, listen, the low was over as of Christmas. Christmas, I ended it. The present to myself was, well, the present was I got to go to Atlanta to surprise my family. Oh. And so the present to myself was to leave all the bullshit behind before the year even started. Amen. So, Atlanta was amazing got to smoke out with my cousin got to see people from up here down there it was just a fun fun getaway and then i spent new year's in dc with crystal shout out to crystal mm-hmm. adrian had a section of the club Can you talk about how great you looked mm-hmm. thank you with that suit thank you and the hair oh thank you fantastic thank you thank Absolutely. you very much you, deserve. you know i never dress up well, that's why i was like this is really Listen, nice i never dress up so i made sure i had everything the only thing i was missing was a belt and i was very upset with myself but my pants mm. fit so oh no i had my belt i had my belt it was i just would have had ass cleavage <laughs> well you know you look great and i've been loving the hair you've been like playing with the jewels and oh them. yeah you know uh shout out to sculpted beauty you know what i'm saying that's my braider you know she do her thing every time i go see her she's like you what do you want to do to your hair i'm like anything just make it look cute and she always makes it hot always makes it look you know something relatable it's not we, we just with have fun greens. we have fun we watch tv together it's it's amazing we were watching the circle together you know Ooh, shout out to my family. oh we gotta talk yeah, about the come back circle. to that but, but wait how was new year's and Atlanta. New Year, oh no, New Year's I spent so I spent <laughs> Christmas in Atlanta, came right back to New York, and then I went to DC for New Year's. Oh, that's right, right. DC, so yeah, DC. I got to hop around a little bit. So how was it? That was a testament to me traveling more this coming year as well. So mm-hmm. you know, I just like to travel. I ne- I never like to stay in one place for too long. DC was an amazing time. Uh, we were at the park. We were having so park. much fun. Been to the park a million times. Oh, that's the name of the club. Yes. Oh, I thought you meant y'all at the park. No, but that probably would have been fun too. I was like, is that really fun? <laughs> I mean, I know old lane is singing, but damn, like coming from a friend, like the park was fun. That was fun. That's what we do for New Year's. Cool. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We were at the club, the park. You know, I always have issues going out because I'm always about the music. I was just mad that we didn't get to hear anything from 2019 at the end of 2019. Wait, the DJ didn't play. Oh my god, that's kind of cool though. No. Okay, what kind not. of music were they playing? It was like the old, old stuff. I was like, DC, what I know you y'all know the old, old stuff. Like, you know how there's like that, and I'm from Atlanta, you know how there's like that old Atlanta like set, like the swag surfing, the uh, no hands and all that? Mm-hmm. I felt like that was going on entirely too long. And then I look up and it's the new year. I was like, I didn't hear Megan Thee Stallion. I didn't hear one Megan Thee Stallion song. I didn't hear a Drake song from this year or the last year. I heard Drake songs from like two years ago. I was like, what That's is going interesting. on? Was he mm. an but older dude? I have no idea. But shout out to y'all, DC. Y'all need to do something about the DJ. <laughs> Y'all don't got to remove them. Just let them know the uh, the critique. That's all I'm saying. I'm not going for bad music in 2020. It's just too much music. Artists put out music too damn much. So we just got to get it. Speaking of, or we're ending that on a good note, the music. Fran, how was your 
Christmas, New Year's, New Year. My break was great. I, to be honest, completely withdrew from society. Mm-hmm. I did not celebrate Christmas. You was on your Lauryn Hill shit. Yeah. I, to I mean, that. to be honest, I have. I'm not really like a big holiday person. I, you know, I you don't put get my Mariah. No, I get all tinfoil hatty. I'm like, this is a marketing holiday, <laughs> <laughs> which also is nice because I don't have to partake. Mm-hmm. Um, and everyone around me knows that already, so no one expected me to really come places, which is always nice. I'm someone no, that I genuinely enjoy that. <laughs> like, I no don't want to be in houses. No one put up on you with a mistletoe. No, oh no. <laughs> so <laughs> no. Celebrate no. then. <laughs> <laughs> ho ho ho. <laughs> but I got a lot of sleep, That's which good. was needed, yes. which I feel completely rested. And then I was able to really uh, devote a lot of energy to my apartment. Which looks fucking Thank epic. You. House, what's the name of that magazine? House Beautiful. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and that means a lot to me, you know, because it's important. That's where I spend most of my time. So it was nice for me to actually start curating each space. And I have to thank... I guess this would be like a bonus black business. Uh, Justina Blakeney, who is a creator of this website called The Jungalo. And remember I was showing you when we yes, were at uh, Christmas House? pillows and everything. And you said she, she does everything. She does everything. She's incredible. She has this really kind of like maximalist, uh, bohemian, eclectic, just really fun. She doesn't match anything in her house. Everything is like clashing and patterns and colors and and Sounds I'm calm. <laughs> you know, that's my kind of calm. For is real. It? Yeah. I the like... funny thing is, I'm not someone that normally gravitates towards that. I like my kind of soft colors and earth tones. And I don't even really do too many pops of color, maybe from my plants and art on the wall. But as far as like furniture itself, I like to keep it neutral. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have to say, uh, I met her a couple years ago in L.A. We had a campaign together and then kind of just became cool friends after that. And so watching her grow, like she has uh, furniture and anthropology oh, and yeah. at West Elm. And I'm like, what a dream life. You know, she just gets to share her vision for curation and it ends up in all these awesome places. Um, so I was showing her like how I had just moved and. And then uh, I actually got inspired by her Instagram, which if you want to check it, it's the Jungalo, J-U-N-G-A-L-O-W. Really inspiring. Um, And she inspired my wall color. Like Mm -hmm. she really kind of kicked off. Moroccan. Yeah, Moroccan Mm -hmm. sky, which is like a a kind of a clay color, Mm kind of like a terracotta, but a little warmer. And then that kind of, I love that word. I love that color. And it kind of kicked off the vibe. It just looks like breast. <laughs> I like the it just makes you want to just lay and just, it's just breast. Oh, my God. And then I got an art piece that she created called Nude Woman at Sunset, I think it's called. Oh, and right. And it's a nude woman laying on a beach that she painted and the sunset behind her. It's just a wow. vibe. So that... Um, <laughs> I got a lot of uh, bed sets from her. So she really is a, a focal point in my bedroom. Just her her vibe and style. And it's really nice, I think, to like have stuff that your friend made. Yeah. Like when I ordered, I hired a, a task rabbit to help me put up some of the art and like the heavier <laughs> mirrors and stuff. And she walked in and was just like, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. She was like, this is incredible. And I gave her, you know, the Jungalo website and showed her like where I got a lot of stuff. And I've just been obsessing. Wow. Me and Crystal are going crazy. Crystal just ordered like a whole new apartment. Yeah. We both have just been <laughs> nesting out of our minds, though. 
Like it's been great on both of y'all, honestly. You saw when we went to Crystal's house how different mm-hmm. her living room mm-hmm. felt. Like so, we're both in that space, and it's been kind of fun to obsess over our apartments together. <laughs> um, and I'm hoping she comes to Brooklyn soon, but uh, <laughs> you know I'm working on that chief of campaign, chief of staff over here. Just got a tricker, right? Just get um, in the car. But otherwise, it's just been fun. Spent a lot of time cultivating my space, sleeping, yes. hanging out with uh, you guys and family, mm-hmm. and and just like not working, <laughs> which Amen. was great to just not do for a month and not really be creating anything just kind of just like feeling each day out and whatever it asked of me so that was really nice Amen. to just have a day that friends just got to be friend what about you dustin what did you do my break was a lot like friends i really didn't go anywhere do yeah the fuck right. so. <laughs> i was gonna say no Nigga, please. <laughs> so um, christmas was lit i got a chance to go back to flint be with my family hey. so um, and shout out to everybody I saw in Flint. I went out and hung out while I was there. So it was That's very the best, right? authentic. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's what I wanted. So I was satisfied. <laughs> um, New Year's Eve was amazing. I went to Atlanta for one of my great hey. friends, um, Antonio. He threw a huge New Year's Eve party uh, at 595. So that was great. Hey. Sweet. It's themed to Mission Impossible. Everybody was wearing like tuxes and like slim suits and everybody looked real mission impossible ish mm-hmm. and shit and i had on gray sweats so it Wait, was great really? yeah <laughs> it was great on, on stage all night we just had a great time it's my favorite holiday like whatever so the next day it was a bomb ass cookout and so that's where i saw santana santana was at the party on saturday night and he when he came in the djs played his music and shit and santana like moved through the crowd rapping and shit and he was on stage where we were. He was okay? Because I know he mm-hmm. had an incident. And he had security, too. I hear that. <laughs> so, so anyway, <laughs> um, the next day there was a huge cookout. Antonio had a cookout the next day. And Santana was there. Excuse me, I just had that Red Bull. And Santana was there. <laughs> and so um, that's where I met him. I got to talk to him and stuff. And so we chill. We took pictures and all that. I'm going to show him show to you. And he's cool. Coolest. Just exactly what you see what is you what, see you is what you get. Yeah, very I cool. imagined. <laughs> so that was dope. Um, then also, I talked about him before, but shout out to my friend Antonio Brown in Atlanta, too. He's a city councilman in District 3. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, we were voting for him. We sure were. (laughs) So um, he is doing a lot of great things in his district. Um, And one of them is this huge mural that he had painted. They were supposed to dedicate it today, but I'm not sure if um, they actually met that deadline. But it's um, I can't remember the exact length, but it's very long in the section of District 3. Um, and then, and it's a, they commissioned like a one local artist and 11 other artists to do it. And it pays homage to, um, black history figures from the area. And then on the end of the wall, from the end of the mural, whether to the end of the block up to the main street, I know these are very vague landmarks, but that's what you're going to get. So from the end of the mural up to the end of the block, they're painting the wall with like chalkboard paint. So that when people come take photos, they can tag in with chalk. Oh, that's so cute. And it's right in the middle of an area that they're revitalizing and making like this really walkable community um, for like local merchants and shit Mm. like that. So, that was dope to see. So shout out to him. And his birthday actually was uh, yesterday, January 13th. So shout out to Antonio Brown. But um, Atlanta was dope. I had a great time there. Um, let me think what else. <coughs> New York was amazing. I've just had a, I've had a great time. I can see why that's I just smile. had a great time. <laughs> that was a good <laughs> a break, time. huh? 
<laughs> new thing. Something new. Okay. Something new. New yeah. Monica. Yeah. <laughs> new Monica. <laughs> Can y'all believe it's 2020? Yes. Do you remember and Y2K? Barbara Walters. <laughs> Y2K. Everybody was scared. They, the world was going in and shit. Dumbasses buying water Why? and batteries. Oh, gosh, I don't even want to try to remember why we were freaking out. Everything's going to blow up because nothing can handle the dates. If y'all don't get the fuck on somewhere, like... Meanwhile, we all on AOL Instant Messenger and shit. Like, so what you doing later? Like, trying to link up and shit. It's children. Did y'all see the video that went viral? It was, like, these athletes that were born in, like, 1999, 98, and wow. the year 2000. No. Babies. And they were showing them images and asking them if they knew what it was. And so they showed them, like, the AOL login mm-hmm. screen. And the kids was no like, idea. what is this? <laughs> no idea. I don't know why that we. <laughs> they and they looked there with disgust. Like they were friend. so, like, they were like, "No, nah, uh, but for real, what is this?" And they were showing them, like they showed them a picture of TLC, and they were, and they were like, "Destiny's Child." Uh, <laughs> listen, only old people brag about like T mail and BlackBerry Messenger, like pins and stuff. That's what I, that's chat. what I learned. <laughs> Remember BGC? I don't know. Yes, that me. You know what? You want to hear? You know what's really, really funny? Me and XD met on there. Wow. <gasps> like when wow. they first, when they first Take got like the forums. We, we we used to be in the forums, but mm-hmm. when they first introduced like the YouTube section or whatever, he was doing YouTube videos and I was doing YouTube videos, and like we were both posting there. And so then wait, we just what do started, you mean a YouTube section? Like a like section, you could just, post links. Yeah, you could post like if you were like a YouTuber that talked about shit because at the time like a lot of gay folks was on there either telling stories or uh, mm-hmm. showing them hang out with their friends, and then there were people that were also trying to do like their first YouTube series and shit like that at the very very beginning. So they were like edited with I like Windows Movie Maker. That that's crazy. Love, tra- tra- a pigs. hub for creatives. <laughs> yeah. Love that. Look, B- Black Gay Chat was the original troll. Like trolling of all trolls like between the forums and my everybody doing... made it to the front page <laughs> so, so you was lit lit you was on the front page regardless i was on the front page trolling <laughs> in the forums i'll never forget because <laughs> i used to be a huge Jules <laughs> santana you? fan oh my god so I, it was intentional i had like a american flag bandana tie like a oh headband. my god calvin klein used to make Friend. these white long sleeve undershirts <laughs> on the front so page of this website they would always Wait, it would do... just be you or was like an explore page it, it, no it was Sort of like an explore page, but there were only every category. I'm trying to be as vague as possible. Okay. Every category <laughs> would win a sexiest person yeah, in sexiest that category. Member of and the uh, day. what category was yours, Dustin? The winning lane. Okay. <laughs> the, uh, the main category. So he had the big yeah, picture. Look, it wasn't just his name. Moving it was the picture. On. Okay. <laughs> All I know is that was the original day of like blog talk radio. Like mm. that was oh, a wow. time. I need to get back. Oh my God! These kids will never know about that. I know. Blog Talk Radio came and died immediately, but like Facebook lasted Blog the Talk fall. Radio, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Symbols and shit. Joanne, the scammer, used to do a show on Blog Talk Radio, call into somebody's show from BGC. Wow. Yes. Yes. That's so crazy. Oh, We're you old you just took AF. me back to a time. <laughs> I got to troll XD about that. That's Are you speaking of XD and YouTube? Over break, Jade <laughs> showed me his. YouTube channel. You never From seen the video. The yes. Oh. Did, you, did she? Show, did y'all see when he did window seat? That <laughs> is <laughs> exactly. I helped him do that. What I was gonna bring up. I was freaking up and the, the fact the back. that you were behind <laughs> like, him. Did you see me? <laughs> 
Did you see this video, I know Dustin? exactly what you're talking about. So yes, XT I've seen recreated, it for those who don't know what the hell we're talking about, XT recreated Erica Badu's, what was it, window seat yes. video where she walks through Texas Get like naked. taking off her clothes and gets naked and he recreated it in Central Park. One of my top five, top three XT With Asante videos. crawling like five feet behind him picking up the little boots and the little shirts as he's now, dropping them. Oh my God. Now, if they really wanted to take you back. <laughs> XD did this video where he was recreating waiting to exhale. <laughs> why won't, why won't you guys on. get back on YouTube? I don't understand. Oh my God. You know what? Like, that was such a time between, like, the editing <laughs> of, and the ridiculous perspectives that we had. Like, I'll never forget when I did... Um, and I you to, look like a baby. I, yo, I look completely different. And like, we're still with the shit. <laughs> A baby. A was with baby. the shits a little bit more, honestly. Like, I had to tone it all the way down because Atlanta me, like, coming out, like, on YouTube was, like, a whole other... dangerous combination. Yeah, I used to do YouTube uh, review videos of, like, Real Chance of Love when that was a damn show. Like, wow. a spinoff of a spinoff <laughs> of a spinoff. Like, nobody even remembers those people, but I was doing YouTube videos of that. And then at one point, I did a parody of Beyonce. Rest in peace to real. Rest in peace to real. <gasps> Rest real in past? Pe- mm-hmm. Oh, my God, Yes. Yep, he had got sick. Um, I want to say he had some sort of cancer, but he got sick mm-hmm. randomly. Wait, like, no disrespect. Which one was the real one with the, with the, the long hair? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. man. Yeah. You wow. know how I used to remember? Because I would have that same dilemma. Yeah, like, like the two it was brothers. Real hair. Got you. So I'd be like, real. Got you, know? you got to do your hand like this. Real. Because <laughs> his hair did look like you could just comb real, right through yeah. it. So yeah. it did look like that. Wow. But yeah, my favorite YouTube moment had to be when I recreated Beyonce's Why Are You So Jealous? And I just like edited myself in two different places. It was funny. You are funny. A great stupid Is, Are these videos still up? They are hidden away. Damn. They're all on private. That sucks. There's Name like maybe two videos. Put your shit out Never. there. <laughs> these are old, old clips. Who knows where they'll pop up or resurface. Mm. They'll just be laughs on Twitter one day. Who knows? Mm. Speaking of laughs on Twitter. <laughs> the war. Yes. Yeah, so... <sighs> Just you know what's funny? We're talking so, about being old and too old for the draft. No, yeah. I've, so I had to Google because I was like, where did this conflict start? Mm-hmm. You know, the US-Iran conflict. And CNN.com actually had a look at this, how cool this is. How it like. Oh, a complete timeline. Isn't that timeline. amazing? Yes. A complete timeline of the US-Iran conflict. And it says. Uh, Tensions between the U.S. and Iran hit a boiling point this month, but they've been simmering for decades. And it takes you all the way back to 1951. Damn. Right? And then breaks it down, like, literally every five, three to five years, it just breaks down what happened and takes you all the way up to 2020. It was really interesting, actually. I'm not going to read everything, obviously, because right. it's, it's quite a lot of information. But if you, like me... <laughs> were admittedly, you know, lost mm-hmm. on, like, where this started and why it's, it's like, uh, coming to such a boiling point at mm-hmm. this, like, right now in 2020, I would suggest looking this up. Like I said, it's called the U.S.-Iran Conflict, a timeline of how we got here, and it was written by Harmeet Kaur, I hope I'm saying that right, K-A-U-R, Alan Kim, and Ivory Sherman, and it was published on January 11, 2020. So you can definitely look that up, and it'll break everything down. Really comprehensible and or comprehensive, excuse me, and easy to read and follow through. But one of the biggest issues that was coming up with this conflict was how Twitter reacted to it. Yes. 
and people it was it was very divided Mm -hmm. there were some people that felt like this isn't funny and it's not funny i understand that um there's nothing about this that's funny there was one young man that actually posted a video of his nephew did you know it was a video of his nephew who lives in Iran. The young boy. Yes. yes. And he was saying, while y'all are cracking jokes, this these is, are the sorry. people that are going to be affected, mm. you know, and possibly killed and hurt and, and having to deal with the bombings and just the repercussions of mm. of these missiles. And so it was interesting to see him put a face, you know, because sometimes you hear about things like that and it's easy for us to overlook it because we're not there. But when he put the face of the kid in the video, you saw people kind of being like, damn. Yeah. But there were also people under the tweet that said, I don't give a fuck. Fuck that kid. You know, like it's like just Twitter. Yeah. It's Twitter. So I'm curious what you how you guys felt about the division. Should it be limits to our jokes on Twitter or is everybody going to get these jokes? Every- Especially that y'all are both comedians. <laughs> everybody's gonna get these jokes i didn't even make none I, i'm just saying like twitter's one of those places where everybody's gonna do whatever they want to do and like i feel like there's a certain set of people that get on and all they want to do is laugh and if shit like they might be dealing in real life like oh shit i don't know what the fuck i'm gonna do but they just be like let me just take this moment to twitter just to laugh like it's their relief it's not necessarily they think this shit's funny they might have talked about it seriously the entire day and just have taken that moment to laugh about it now it's like damn now can't nobody laugh but i didn't laugh i didn't actually see a whole bunch of it because I'm just kind of disconnected. But I've always felt like people are going to do whatever they want. They're going to laugh at stuff that might not be funny. And not that we have to kind of deal with it, but we just kind of have to choose to go with it or go against it. And if that's a hill you want to die on by going against it, then fine. And in this situation, it's worth, you know, going on that hill. You're not necessarily even dying because it's like there are actual people that are dying while y'all are laughing. It's just very hard to kind of police the way people use the Internet. So I just feel like people going to get the jokes whether they want them or not. I saw um, people who disapproved of the fact that people were making jokes related to the fact that we may be going to war. Um, But when I actually looked at what was going on, the jokes that I saw that were being made were all from the perspective of a soldier in the war. So like I, us getting drafted. Yeah, and like just all the jokes I saw were like what you would be doing if you were a, a U.S. soldier that had to go participate in this war and were unwilling to. And I think that sometimes people get lost in the fact that a joke is taking place and really don't understand or even really take time to interpret like the layer underneath the joke, the fundamental element of the joke, which the fundamental, the recurring theme that I saw in all the jokes that I did see was that we don't want to participate in this war. We don't want it to be going on. So because of that, if I was a soldier that got drafted, I would be have this disposition while it was taking place. That's where the joke came from. Right. Um, and I think that got kind of lost along the way. And I think that if people who were angered by the fact that um, jokes were being made in relation to the fact that this war was going on, would have kind of stepped out of their personal feelings for a second and really looked at what the jokes were, they would have had a different perspective. I didn't see jokes, you know, saying that kids deserve to die. I didn't see jokes saying, ha ha, look at the people that were going to go over there and attack. I saw jokes that meant, I don't want to go to this damn war. I don't think it should be happening and I don't want to participate. Mm. That's the That was the root of all the jokes I saw. So I wasn't offended by them and I didn't deem them disrespectful to what was going on. Now, I'm different because I'm a person who can laugh at anything. Right. And I find humor in the most dark, low moments of my own personal life. So, 
you know I'm doing it in, in theirs too. <laughs> so like right. that's that's different. And I also know the intention behind the humor. So sometimes you got to get the stick out of your ass just because you want people. I, and I also think that it's of note that we make mention of the fact that the people who did take issue with um, the fact that these jokes were being made, that at the end of the day, they just wanted people to take seriously what was going on, understand the um, weight and the gravity, gravity of, of it, it. and um, make whatever decisions they could in their world to kind of, you know, make peace or could take this seriously and really, um, you know, place the blame where it needs to go and work towards some sort of solution. And that's what people wanted them to do. So I think that both groups of people, those joking and those who were pissed off by the jokes, y'all really had the same intention. Nobody really wants this to be taking place. We're pissed that it's taking place. They're pissed that it's taking place. Some of us have just decided to laugh during this experience. And some of us feel like since we're pissed, we shouldn't be laughing. Right. And that's really it. I don't give a fuck if you're mad because if I saw something that was funny, I was going to laugh. And if I have something to say that's funny, I'm going to say it. Mm -hmm. So that's my personal policy. But when I look at the broader scope, that's how I feel. I mean, I agree with that point, especially that most of the jokes were people saying that they just didn't want to go right. <laughs> to war. And this is what they would do to avoid the draft. Mm -hmm. At least the jokes that I saw. I'm sure. All the ones I saw. I'm were. sure knowing Twitter. It got a lot darker right. and went into different directions. But as always, I see both sides. Mm -hmm. I understand, you know, especially as I was reading the timeline that CNN posted, knowing that the U.S. has, which obviously wasn't surprising, but it was that we just don't know how to mind our business mm -hmm. ever. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and a lot of this had to do with the fact that um, the prime minister back in 1951 wanted to nationalize the country's oil fields. He basically was just like, get the fuck out. <laughs> Man. Like, these, this is, these are our resources, and we want to have control of it. And the U.S. and Britain were like, oh, shit, no. <laughs> They're so dependent on the oil from the Middle East. Um, so they toppled him and actually helped stage a coup to overthrow him. Wow. Someone who literally just wanted to take care of his people. And that's where the beef started cooking. And that's where the beef started cooking. Because after that, students in Iran took some Americans hostage. Mm -hmm. And basically were like, you know, until you get this dude that you helped stage the coup with out of here, because this is not what we want. You know, and then, of course, the U.S. being big balls, you know, having big balls, just created more problems after that, calling them terrorists. And even Trump, remember when he created like a list of like a, people who couldn't come here, mm -hmm. a list of nationals that weren't allowed. It was like seven countries. Mm -hmm. Iran was one of them. So it's just wow. like the article said, it's been simmering for decades. So I can understand. Imagine you growing up in that and knowing what the U.S. represents. Mm -hmm for your country and just the decades of issues and interference and bombings and take, you know, stealing essentially mm -hmm. your resources and you're become a weaker power because we just don't know how to mind our business. So keeping that in mind, I can see how jokes aren't funny. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? If I was living there. Yeah. And I think one thing Americans are very good at <laughs> is not putting themselves in the shoes of any other yeah. countries. Um, but then there's also the side of me that I understand the space that Twitter is. And I've seen people make fun of horrible shit and I have laughed at horrible shit mm -hmm. and have then, you know, asked God 
to forgive me, <laughs> but I understand that that's just the nature of the internet, nature of the platform. And you know how it is. Sometimes you read something so terrible and you'll laugh and be like, oh, my God. <laughs> I always ask myself, who retweeted this? <laughs> <laughs> Let me turn off retweets right and there. No. But you see how what you just said, though, friend, was like an informed opinion and you gave like context right. and arrived at a conclusion. Mm-hmm. That I, There was an absence of that sort of thought and that and it being present on Twitter and the people who I saw that were taking issue with the jokes being made. Yeah. It wasn't rooted in what you just described and it sensibly not being something that was funny. It was rooted in them just feeling like, well, y'all shouldn't be laughing at that. And see, that's what I mean about y'all. Y'all niggas right. just uh, that. Yeah. You know what I mean? It wasn't like, hey, you know, here are some bullets that you can consider and here's why right, this is not funny making to that me. Joke. Right, you know yeah. what I'm saying? That wasn't what I saw in response. Right. I just saw a bunch of bitter-ass people who want everybody to just feel how they feel about whatever it is that we happen to be talking about at the time. Mm-hmm. That's what I saw. So... You know, to me, it's just a different conversation, and I would listen to you. (laughs) (laughs) My thing is, and this is just how I move, and I can only speak on that. When I see something I don't like, I just don't pay attention to it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I've never thought of myself to go online and be like, you should feel how I feel. (laughs) Like, Mm -hmm. I just, I'm like, wow, that's wild, and I just will remove my energy from it. I really am not into checking people. I just don't see the point, especially on a platform like Twitter. Like that's it's kind of like you're screaming into mm-hmm. an abyss. Then that's you'll why end I up check being my retweets. That's why I was like, "Who is retweeting this?" Because it's always yeah, somebody that'll retweet something. You they need hate, to modify like your a filters. Hate retweet or something. And I'm like, if you hate this, why did you do this to me? Because you know I'm gonna hate this too. Because <laughs> right. now you want me to be up in arms, and it's like I'm not doing that. I'm not gonna be here for that. So. Yeah, and I mean, I can't lie. Some of the tweets had me crying Mm -hmm. (laughs) there was a girl that you know how they're those twitter accounts where they post like beauties from around Mm -hmm. the like Mm -hmm. from around the world like international beauties and they'll show the girl's face and then what country she is so it was a girl from iran and then this black dude (laughs) retweeted the picture and was like yo what's up i'm about to be your way soon <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and I was, just, you know, like that's well. terrible. But I laughed, and that's when Ooh. I was like, you know what? We're very complex people. I saw a bunch of. Shit. I just we're very complex people because I could have read the CNN timeline and also laughed at the Iran joke. So. We're complex. I what just, can you do? I just saw something about a war and knew I was too old, and I kept it moving. I ain't even stay for the jokes. I just saw, I was like, war, and then draft. And I said, oh, I'm not that young. And I kept it moving. I was like, well, yeah, that, was, that was all as, I needed to As know. much as I struggle with aging, that was one time that I was happy to be okay, damn near 40. Okay, on my forehead. <laughs> but the one, there were so many things that were funny. But what was most funny to me were the reaction where people would take other people's reaction to things and then apply it to certain scenarios that were related to them being drafted in this war. <laughs> so, like, it was a video of, uh, like, one of the tweets was, like, me when they put, when they say it's my turn to lead the convoy or whatever the fuck. And it was, the, it was video footage of this group of, like, teenagers <laughs> at a haunted house. And <laughs> they were, like, walking out. And it was a black girl with glasses in the front. She was, like, scared to death and screaming. <laughs> like, they was pushing, like, go, go. And you guys, she had her arms out her so I should like, <laughs> like the way she was like that to come around this corner. I'm telling y'all, it was so 
God oh damn funny. You know? It was funny. <laughs> but what those things, do? like I said, those things were not rooted in right. some sort it was of hateful rooted in rhetoric. Us being like, we legit do not want to be a part of this. We don't want to be a part of this. We don't want this. I don't wish those sort of actions against those people that live there. Yeah, I know. I don't, like, oh my God, I, no. I don't identify with this war shit at all. Mm. And all the jokes that I saw were rooted in that. Yeah. Um. So kiss my ass I'm laughing you know what I'm saying <laughs> everything is funny to me anyway even like the fact that now that you've shared that information it's funny to me that like they're disgusted by the presence of Americans because they know all this shit because they know like, all you stupid that. motherfuckers y'all don't know what's going on yeah. like them, them rolling their eyes and slamming their doors in our faces if we was over there it would be funny to me now because <laughs> I'd be like there I get it I get it since yep. 1951 I get it and they showed a video I honestly don't know how recent it was because I, I couldn't find it. Um, but there was a video with, it was some kind of like parliament video. You mm-hmm, know, they're mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. in the house. And in session. And, in yeah. session. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm not completely familiar with who was speaking because I didn't see any subtitles or, or labels. But they were basically letting Americans know, like, we have no issue with you. Mm-hmm. You oh know? yes, and I, I saw thought that, that was great because it was an element of like, whoo. <laughs> as Again. long as they know that we're all like, we're all as fucked up, you know, like trying to figure out what to do as, mm-hmm. as anyone and else. This is this. I know this is a shot in the dark, but this is relevant to me. Number one, again, knuckles on the forehead, like whew. right. Number two. This is why it's kind of cool that people were making jokes that expressed the sentiment that I just got finished explaining because the internet is worldwide. And you better believe that a lot of people, of course, we know how important Twitter and social media messaging has been to certain decisions being made globally when it comes to government and all that shit. They watch everything. And it's not just the U.S. government. It's everywhere. They monitor those things. And I think that may be that that statement that he issued, because I saw that same video. Right, where he was saying, like, death to America, but it was more so to your government. He named three specific people. People, right. He he did what what Monique said. Name names and keep it on the playground. (laughs) He named names. And I think that it was that that was intentional that he put that messaging out mm-hmm. even though if they were to take action it would impact far more people than those yeah, three I mean. but it's still important information you know what i mean to be yeah. shared and all you people with you know your butt cheeks glued together in the back and you constipated that's why you're so upset that we're laughing you need to be appreciative of the fact that that message made its way out there like y'all we don't please people we are literally no saying parts. like the U.S. the United States address is and leaving like the wall, the White House. Not the United like States address. They were, they were oh, <laughs> See, friend, it's funny. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Oh like, man, wow. <laughs> America. So you just gotta. You this know. is America. Hey, HBCU fam, get ready to turn up the energy. McDonald's and the Thurgood Marshall College Fund have one million dollars in scholarships. At 53 HBCUs for 66 brilliant students. This year, you could be one of them. But time is running out. Did we mention the $1 million in scholarships? Apply by March 27th at tmcf.org. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. 
so you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia. So let's pivot. Mm -hmm. So what are your thoughts on the, the Duke and Duchess of Sussex, Harry and Meghan, leaving the Royals? I just want Megan back on Suits. <laughs> Actually, you know, there's a spinoff with Gina Torres now, um, and it would be dope to see Megan pop up on there. Dead. <laughs> wow. Um, I really don't... I'm not going to say I don't care, because, like, I get it, you know what I'm saying, and all of those They're things. They're severing ties with the monarchy. And, being, and they want to uh, make money independently, because, you know, the monarchy... Is sustained by taxes. Mm-hmm. Like that's how they make their money. Mm-hmm. They are what they're like. We're cutting loose from all of this. Mm-hmm. I was reading something about her getting a uh, like a Disney deal. Like she was going to do voiceovers. Yeah, yeah. Was... But then she donated all the money she oh, made yeah. from the Disney deal to charity. Mm-hmm. So fast because she don't need it. Okay, she's a princess. But right. but. I'm confused at the outrage from the I'm not confused by it, but I think that it is because I know exactly where it's coming from, what it's rooted in, which is racism. We all know that. Yeah. But it's just funny to me that you complain and moan. You know that a big part of the reason that her and Harry said deuces to this whole royal lifestyle is because they received such a large onslaught of literal hate from the Brits because and he married media, a black woman. Especially, yeah. They have ro- worn her down thin to the ground. And so if you wanted this person gone and now they're saying, well, you know what? We are. Bye. Right. And he dealt with this with his mom. His mom died he because of this. He lost his mom because of media hysteria. Literally following, paparazzi following her car to the point of making her collide into a wall. Like, I would say that, you know, he this knows this better than anyone and else. And furthermore... That's Diana's son. So you better believe that spirit lives within him. That independent, all the things that made her such an icon to so many people. Because, you know, Princess Diana is one of them white people that black people like. You know, she (laughs) she on our, we love Princess Mm -hmm. Diana. So My mom cried when she died. I'll never forget that because she was in the room crying. And I was like, wow, mom. Because she (laughs) represents, Princess Diana was willing to interrupt the status quo for the sake of being what was good the and what was right. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? The greater good. And that is something that you don't forget about people, um, especially when they don't have to and when them taking such a stand puts them at risk for harm in so many different ways. Um, and so, like I said, that's Diana's son. And, you know, Harry always been with the shits from day one. You can tell, right? Always, that yeah. little like rebel spirit. Yeah. Always had it. That's Diana's son. And you Man. see for him to say, well, you know what? Fuck y'all, we out. That's huge. Move to Canada. Hmm. What if they would have moved to New York? Where do you think they would have lived? That would be really dope. <laughs> if they moved here, they would probably live in like Battery Park. <laughs> yeah. Probably like really? Battery Park. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> battery Park. Yeah. By, I would think by like Lincoln Center. No, Tribeca. Tribeca. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Tribeca right there. A loft yeah. in Tribeca. Yeah. See, Battery Park is kind of quiet. You know, over there by the Conrad <laughs> Hotel and stuff. It's kind of quiet, still new and nice. By, like, Gramercy. Yeah, Gramercy. They, mm. they probably would be over in Gramercy. I was going to say on the east side. Yes, I forgot about that. Mm. Park. Come on to New York. We'll take Prince Harry. We'll take, we definitely <laughs> take Meghan Markle's black ass. <laughs> I mean, and Archie, the baby. I mean, shit, so there's cute. tons of shit that they can do. 
do because it's talking about. Uh, I was reading something about them having to build their brand, so they're talking about book deals and all that stuff. Speaking kind of, engagement, they're going to be. They'll be fine. They're going to be so okay. far beyond fine for the rest of their lives. Yeah, he's a fucking royal. It's right. gonna be an adjustment, obviously, but but a fun. Didn't one. you see the video where he was talking to the Disney CEO and Watch. basically like securing the bag for Megan and being like she wants to do voiceover work while she's standing there talking to Beyonce while she's talking to Beyonce and Jay Z. What a video! She needs to be a Barbie, a Meghan Markle Barbie. Oh, that'd and be really dope. No matter how mad they are, they cannot rewrite history. Mm-hmm. And no matter what, Meghan Markle had the blackness keep a keep on mm-hmm. all the way up through her royal wedding. Mm-hmm. And they was mad about it. Every camera shot you saw panning somebody black, the church, the preacher. Remember all mm-hmm. of that shit? She shook the table. So no matter what. I mean, what, I can't lie when I, and I'm, you know, I don't get moved by the royals. I think it's cool, but I'm just like, whatever. Right. I don't know. Um, but when she was a part, I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> the fact that I was moved by that. It's a black girl <laughs> in the monarchy. That must have been rough for them. My sister has always been obsessed with the royal family. So yeah. I've always had to know about it because of that <laughs> and shit. Um, I mean, I find them fascinating mm-hmm. just how they have to literally give up who mm-hmm. they are mm-hmm. to uphold this position and this appearance. Like, did you watch the show on Netflix? The Crown. The Crown? No. Incredible. I heard it was. But I also wondered if she, like, was. She, how does she allow this? I guess she didn't have power over it because it's. It's really personal. Like, it says a lot of stuff that I was like, holy shit. Well, let me tell you something. It's some dirt and some scandals <laughs> I and mean, some skeletons dirt. up in Birmingham. Up in Birmingham. Up in <laughs> Birmingham, Buc- Birmingham Palace. Alabama Palace. Up in Buckingham Palace. You, you gotta watch me? that show. I was actually surprised that it's on Netflix, to be honest. Well, you know, Camilla ought to be ashamed of herself anyway. <laughs> Every time I see her standing up there with them... Uh, wooden piano key ass teeth oh standing up there next to Prince Charles. I look at her and just think, you dirty, low down, scandal, scal- skank. Every every time I look at her, I just be like, ooh, Camilla. You, you are low down. You know Camilla. Y'all know the story. Of course. How could we not? And then Diana on top so of that, hurt. she looked like that. I said, <laughs> oh you done broke God. up with her. You done broke up with Princess Diana for Kenny Rogers. Uh, Camilla looked like Camilla looked like one of them '80s rock band, like like she was in oh Chicago. God. Remember the band no. Chicago and White Snake and all. She looked like the she was Chicago. in one of them '80s rock bands and shit. And up in a St. John Nick. Terrible. So speaking of London. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm trying to travel. But. I was sitting here thinking the entire time when y'all were talking about me. I'm like, here I am, just looking at her like, damn, this the was from the USA teeth. suit from uh, suits. Like, her entire journey has been. I always about, forget. Like, and then she was a uh, the um, what's the show where they hold the suitcases? The deal game or show? no deal. Deal or no deal. Yeah. She was yep, one of the suitcase them. girls. That's why I'd always been fascinated. Like it was always dope to me that she was black, but it was always like, damn, you was just on USA <laughs> and now. You're fucking royalty. Cool as fuck. And you black ass. Like you said, that wedding was turned out because I was like, you're black ass royalty too. You're not just, Ooh. you know, trying to go to the other side. I <laughs> said, damn, this is how you get they that. They had Idris Elba at the wedding. <laughs> <laughs> All up in it. You hear me? What would you have worn to the royal wedding, friend? Ooh, what would I have a fascinator? worn? The- <laughs> mm-hmm. Or just taking like, did, like a rap. Friend has a hair wrap on right now. It's kind of like bun in the top. Did that, but like went up like six more inches with the bun. You had like, a hair wrap fascinator. But it had to be silk. Oh, of course. Listen. Dupioni. Wow. The best. Oh, Shantung silk. 
Okay. Come you on. Have, sit. Come Please. on. <laughs> Teach me. So speaking of London, mm-hmm. the circle. <laughs> yes, which are the square. The- <laughs> <laughs> A new show dropped on us. Well, I shouldn't say new. New to us. Mm-hmm. But apparently it had already come new out. States. New to the States. It had already come out. What countries did it come out on already? I don't know. Was but it it's just like London? A UK, it was a UK show. Okay, so UK blessed like us. it's the second or third season they've done for UK, and it's like our first season. And then Michelle Bate- Bateau. Yes. I the hope host. I'm saying your name right. She's so funny. Mm-hmm. So fucking funny. Be talking oh, shit in her so little my uh, God. voiceovers. It, I don't Hilarious. know. Whoever hired her was so on point with that vision because yes. she, her commentary, her little slick remarks. She's hilarious. We should be like, please don't be naked. Yeah. Please don't be naked. <laughs> <laughs> She's just great. She adds so much to the show, but the show itself is really funny. Have you guys watched it? Yeah, by the time you mm-hmm. listen to this, the, uh, the last leg will actually be dropping. Cause oh, oh, shoot, yeah. Ain't that some shit? It's, t- it's tomorrow, every Wednesday, yep, right? Every Wednesday. Oh. <gasps> And I think they were just doing the three, was oh, four, four, and four. And I think it's supposed to be the last set next week or this week. Oh, yeah, this last set. The last set. So yep. we'll know who the winner is. By the, yeah, by the end of tomorrow. <laughs> Ooh, we got to have another watch party because that, that was, was really fun. fun. We watched it um, at Crystal's house, the second batch of episodes. But mm-hmm. what are your thoughts on it? I love it. Um, for those of you listening that haven't watched The Circle, it's like uh, it's a show on Netflix. It's like Big Brother meets um, influencers. Influencers meets. <laughs> Um, damn, what's the other show? Good Real times. Because remember how they good lived times. in that apartment building on Good Times? <laughs> Everybody was on a head apartment. Bookman had apartment. You know, they always in apartments yeah. on Good Times. Everybody is it's isolated. It's like real world with your own apartment. Yes. Right. A digital real Which world. Which is actually ideal. And Which you makes never sense. see the other house members in person. And you never see the other house members, but you're all connected by this digital platform called The Circle. Mm-hmm. And they have games. They chat with each other. They yes. can do private chats, group chats. It's real ghetto like Facebook. <laughs> and then they have a rating system where they have to rate how they feel about each other, which is funny because they never met. Mm-hmm. Um, and with the ratings, whoever's the top two are viewed as the influencers, and then they have control over who gets blocked. Which and they means, get a blue tick. And they get a blue, blue tick, oh, right? Yeah, and they get verified. <laughs> for the week. And then some some of the people in the house are able to be catfish. Yes, not everyone in the house is who be. they say they are. Uh, that Rebecca one, I Seaburn. just. Can't. Why is Seaburn still there? He's so weird. Okay, wait. So did you watch the last episode that we? Because uh, we only left off. There was one episode left when we left uh, Crystals. Um, I'm trying to remember what happened. Yeah, what happened? Where where the two of them kissed? Was that the last episode? No, that wasn't the last episode. Oh. you talking about Joey? Uh huh. When he made that girl kiss, like they Miranda. Oh, well, I think we should kiss. I, I was ready for her to Why do you just like him so much? Yeah, because. <laughs> He's doing it every time. I'm a real mama's boy, you <laughs> oh know. Jaden, I love Joey, and Dustin's like, ah. Uh, <laughs> so who are your top three? I love Joey. I just find him so fucking oh funny. Everything he says is like dramatic. I'm ready for Joey to go next. <laughs> Why are his fingernails so red around the edge like that? Only you would notice you haven't that. Seen that. No. <laughs> Look at his hands when you watch it again. Like around his nails. I love it's Chris. Like red. I do like Chris. I think his one-liners like are funny and his outfits. Godfidence. <laughs> his godfidence, his uh, biblical passages and quotes. You know what, Chris? He's just funny. I love his voice. Something about the tone of his voice. He's just funny to me. I haven't looked at his social media, but he wears a shirt that says House of Edwards. 
and he's mm. from Texas, so I think he's uh he's in with them drag queens from oh, uh, okay. RuPaul's Drag Race because there was um Alyssa Edwards and he talks just like Alyssa Edwards because Alyssa used to say shit like outrageous shit. He's like, uh, I have to go uh wash my coochie. I was like, why would he say that? <laughs> but he was talking like how the the people in the house of Edwards talking. I was like, this is why you talk like a damn drag queen. Oh, and he was like, you come eat my tacos, right. <laughs> and then he was like, why did I say that? <laughs> right. This is why I'm single. Yes. <laughs> but I love it. I think Chris, Joey. You better say the right one. If you don't say it, friend, just say it, friend. I you need, I kind of like Shoe Bomb. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. He's so cute. His little his pictures. <laughs> He's, everybody calls him something different. Shuby. Shuby. Shout out to Antonio for naming him Shuby. That was the contribution. Shoe Bomb. Shoe Bomb. Shout out to Antonio. Shabam, I don't know. It was funny to me watching Antonio. Oh, and why y'all shouting out Antonio? Well, because well, you know he left the show. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah you know, gotta mm. give him a moment. Dearly departed. <laughs> yeah, it was just really funny watching Antonio go back and forth with uh, Mercedes slash Karen. Oh, Karen <laughs> had was me. Like, she was such an incredible I, I person. Him. Yo, Karen was. Doing I wish she would have just been herself. Yeah, mm-hmm. I did. I mean, she's so New York, but she was stressing me out. Them wife beaters. <laughs> no, not the outfit. Because <laughs> I mean, I was so I'm like, girl, I know you're at home, but you're not at home. Like, you know, you filming. It's a set. Listen, like, so you need to know. really be, you know, like, come on. No, I'm gonna get out with one of Karen because I don't know if the circle, because if it's in London, their AC is different. But all I see is them Dyson fans. Yeah, they look so mad hot. I'm up like, in are they there. burning up in there? What is going on with the ventilation? But Crystal made a good point. She was like, maybe the AC interferes with the audio. Yeah. Sound. Right, mm-hmm. and yeah. I'm like, oh, that's true. Something well, to think shit. about. I need, a, I need AC time. Okay, <laughs> don't let the circle bother me between these hours or minutes. Okay? Would you go on the show? Oh hell yeah, you would. I would totally go. Would 100%. you go on it, Dustin? <sighs> I would do a competition based show. I don't, I don't think so. No, why? <laughs> Only way I would do a show like that, like I would do a show like The Bachelor. If I was the bachelor, but I don't want to compete amongst other people. Like, no, <laughs> I'm straight. Okay, wait. Who was it that came up in the house with the concept? I don't know if it was Jada, Crystal, or Gordy, but someone was like, "It'd be cool if they did it with all influencers, mm-hmm. but everyone was catfish." Mm-hmm. That would be a plot twist. Yeah, and it'd be fun to watch because if it's like influencers that we all know, yeah, I would do it. I think. You I think, think? I. Would, I think. Something think, about friend, it is you fun. you like being at home. So it's like, like perfect but for yeah, me. Yeah, like, <laughs> this would be like, and you totally in your habitat. Oh like my God. Just... Remember we were laughing because I was saying I would come in and be like, oh, I don't feel the vibe of this apartment. Yo, Do you guys have another one? Yeah, <laughs> you would too, friend. <laughs> Meanwhile, you and Jay were sitting there the whole time looking at all the uh, stuff um, in the house. We literally could not concentrate. The, the decor. <laughs> oh my God. The decor on that show. I really would love to know. I need to just look it up. Obviously, they have some credits. But some rooms are better than others. Some rooms yes. are better than others. Mm-hmm. I actually like the Lana's room. It had like a Southwestern. Ooh, I hated vibe. her. Ooh, she didn't even have time to show Thank who she God. was. She was ooh, <laughs> she was making me so sick. I, ooh, I wish you in the brown because um, I, I got I, mad. I think Antonio's really cute. The way she cute. kept saying like, his uh, name, Antonio. Like, yeah, get out of here. And I'm well, wondering if she was Latina. Room. I kind of have a feeling. She was, right? When she first got yeah. room, she was like, oh, this reminds me of like Arizona. Or, or Mexico or like, someplace like that. What was getting on my nerves was the fact that she was. She kept saying how she was a model and how everybody was going 
gonna well I know Judge the guys are gonna her. be so attracted to me if I post this picture and if I post this picture all the girls are gonna hate me and I don't wanna look like this model cause I don't wanna get first of all mama <laughs> this uh, you ain't Stop what you it. describing like that's not what you are <laughs> And I don't know, it's very easy nowadays for people to, and I'm the main person who, like, I am not no celebrity, I'm not famous, like, none of that shit. Like, I recognize that I ain't shit. Mm. But people like her who think they are, like, mama, this ain't, you're not, you're not Kate Moss, you're not Naomi Campbell, you're not um, a dude, you know what I'm saying? You ain't ain't none of them motherfuckers, (laughs) like, so beat it with that. And I felt like she kept driving that and acting like she was just this gorgeous model that we that know was gonna struggle to be accepted because yeah. she's so pretty and just like girl you look what made me laugh with her when she was like i like to be goofy and eat tacos i was like oh alana let's get this straight there is no way you're eating tacos all day <laughs> I every love day joey. how could you not love joey yeah. joey he's i love a, you he's a passing me now shoe bomb shabam Shoe Shoe bomb. Shoe bomb. Shoe bomb. He cracked me up. Because he was so anti establishment and mm-hmm. like, I hate influencers. Number one, you're That's on a show, <laughs> which is kind of funny. And then when he, as soon as he got influencer, he was jumping up and down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which is why people like him make me sick. I know. And then it was kind of funny because I feel like a lot of people who make fun of influencers, even online, and, and just always have so much to say, would love to be in that position and guess more what? often That's than called, not. Honey, a hater. <laughs> Go ahead. So it was interesting That's to see him. Okay. <laughs> it was interesting to see that switch in him once he was the popular kid, you know, then all. But he even said it though. He did have awareness of it because he was like, wow, I'm everything I hate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. it's not like he was completely oblivious. I think he's totally realized that he was like tripping. But, but, you know, who are your top three? <laughs> but I like him. Some of them is cool. Sammy, yes. Um, Loving Sammy. Right now, so Sammy. Um, Joey. Sammy. <laughs> and um, let me see. <laughs> Did you like any of Sammy? <laughs> like that's my only Sammy. Oh, so is you the just team Sammy. Mm-hmm. I want her to win. Who I'm, are yours? I'm between Sammy, Chris, and um And you like Rebecca. No, I'm not to win. Seaburn. No, Rebecca is dumb. Seaburn <laughs> is the worst. But them cakes. Worst. <laughs> so, you know, I just like <laughs> Sammy is my favorite. That? Adam stressed me out when he was like, "Oh yeah, the Adam girl that go arouses too. me." <laughs> I was like, "Arouses? Who Adam talks like go. that? What the fuck?" <laughs> I, when he was writing that shit, I'm like, "Dog, Please do you don't even press realize send. what you're saying?" Yes, Michelle was on point when Yo, she Michelle was saying that. Michelle makes me laugh, and she's like, "Please don't press send. Please don't." Uh, he pressed send. Right. <laughs> she's wow. like, the girl who arouses me the most sent. I was like, "What?" And then he's like. Let me press send before I regret that. I'm like, you should have probably followed your first mind. Him and his nasty ass wife um, when they did Stop the personal messaging. You seen her ass <laughs> nasty. The only nasty there. thing I saw was his feet, how dirty they were. And how and dirty that his house wife is so was. Clean, was <laughs> did you see that? <laughs> her and the cat both sitting up there licking each other <laughs> in the video. Stop, no, they as soon as he opened up his video messages with her and the cat just. 
Dustin was not. Don't listen to Dustin. <laughs> Why would you say but that? I was confused at how his feet were so dirty and the house wasn't clean. I don't know if it was just their hair. Maybe he was like outside. That. I think it's like Most hair on nasty the top people with pets let the pets lick their feet. That's Ew. why their feet don't be looking like that. So maybe he's Whoa. so nasty that the pet don't even look. He's just nasty. Oh my God. Him and that wife is nasty. All in all, I Bro, love the show. You need to you need to watch the last episode. I'm gonna find. I'm like, did I not what watch? What happened? It? Just say it. They they brought somebody else into the circle. The the guy with his mama. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, I did yeah. see that. Okay, I did, okay, okay. and then I was like, another Italian dude. <laughs> I was like, it just feels very yeah. white. The cast is all white men right now. I feel like 85 percent of it. I mean, and there was something to be said about the only two black girls on there not being real. They got kicked off quick. <laughs> there was a no. recurring theme in the casting very fast, and it was almost like it got casted by Taylor Peary. Taylor Perry. Okay, the white version, if you, you know, know what I mean. To, that's what me and Kia were not I that can't <laughs> The original Taylor version. Taylor Perry. That's what me and Kia used to call tilapia. Taylor Perry. Tilapia. Tilapia. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, We've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia. But speaking of <laughs> shows, since mm-hmm. we're on that wave, Dustin, I know you said you wanted to bring up some Housewives news. I got a couple of Bravo notes for y'all. Ooh. Okay, number one, it's very important that you do your due diligence and go on Bravo, and or not on Bravo, on YouTube, excuse me, and watch the after show recaps that certain cast members provide <laughs> weekly. During this, fin- this last season of Married to Medicine that just ended, Dr. Heavenly was doing an after show every week on YouTube. She was revealing things that the camera didn't show, the things that were edited out. Very important information when it's time to pick who to hate. Then, um, because, you know, that's why we watch these shows, to hate one of the people. So then also, Real Housewives of Atlanta. Oh, so dialing back a little bit, I want to be clear about my disgust with Buffy Parcell on Married Married to Medicine. Medicine. Real quick, Dr. Heavenly did a recap of the reunion (laughs) with, uh, I was about to say, Quanka Funky Dineva. And Dr. Heavenly did a video together for her recap. Hi, Dineva. And, um... Dr. Heavenly said that Buffy had been trying to be on the show and be a part of the cast for the past four years. Mm. This year, she said what usually happens is they all film together and then the casting decisions are made. They get paid per episode. So some people who filmed to be a friend of the cast may not be featured as much. Some people who filmed to be friends of the cast may be featured a lot or quite frequently. It just depends on, you know, how relevant to the story related (laughs) to the main cast members you are. So she said that oftentimes what happens is people try to do things and throw whatever sticks against the wall. You know what I mean? And so she said that Buffy, this was her, what we saw, Buffy getting upset about the infertility comment, quote unquote, that Dr. Jackie made on the stage, which really wasn't a comment. And I'll get to that in a second. But she said that that was the fourth time that Buffy had tried to source some type of conflict 
with a main cast member to be relevant to the storyline since she was filming this season. She finally got to <sighs> film as a friend. First thing she, now this is all from Dr. <laughs> Heavily, and she was there, okay? First thing she said happened was um, Buffy told Jackie, Jackie, I have a problem with you because we met at an event years ago, and you acting like we don't know each other. We never met. Now, everybody sitting here on these mics goes to events quite often and meets a lot of people, meets, met you at an event, that's it. You know what I'm saying? So you know that there's really no, unless you make a real connection with someone and you keep that communication going or whatever, it's very easy to forget someone that you may have seen in passing. Of course. That may remember you because you're on television or whatever the fuck, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? So whatever. She said they kind of blew it off, no big deal. She said next, so once that didn't really start a major conflict, she then told Heavenly, Heavenly, I got a problem with you oh, because you said my house manager was a whore. Heavenly said... I didn't say her house manager was a whore. I said I wouldn't have had that hoe up in my house. She was like, that's not me calling her a whore. That's just me saying I wouldn't have had no woman in my house as a manager. Right. They blew it off, kept it moving. She said, so then, um, what else? Did she, there was something else that she said took place. But finally, um, she has this issue. So then she said that Jackie had her book release party, and she gave a very moving speech where during the speech she was bringing up ties that, you know, bind them together as a group. And she said, you know, and Buffy, you're infertile. I am too. We understand each other's whatever the fuck. Of course they edited the I am too off, all that other shit. Um, and so she said that they left that event feeling touched everybody was touched Jackie had given such a beautiful speech Buffy was touched in a good place like happy and everything she said later on that night they get a phone call like uh Buffy just so you know Buffy's mad Mariah got in her ear and told her you know you better push through with this Mariah. this is your thing girl hold Jackie to the fire for that comment girl this your thing right here and next thing you know Buffy's upset she said so they were like oh well whatever like this is just another thing she's gonna try to do to you know whatever the fuck no big deal and so uh, when they got to Cabo and she brought it up again at that table, that's why Jackie responded the way that she did because she knew that it was coming. And she, well, she knew that Buffy was going to try to use that moment to try to generate some sort of conflict. And she was pissed that she was trying to pull her in there because if you've been watching Married to Medicine from season one, you know that from then until now, Jackie has done a great job of protecting our brand, so to speak, and like staying out of the mess, really. You know what I mean? She's on this show, but she's not really in the mess. And so if you know that a person is looking for some sort of messy situation to attach themselves into, you know, to be relevant or whatever, a person like me is automatically going to be pissed off. Because if you got to do that, you're just not of interest to me. Second of all, if you're bringing me into it and you know I'm not even really with that shit, but you want to wait till the camera's rolling to like start a conversation like that with me and like draw me in, I would be pissed and shut it down just like Jackie did. So it makes perfect sense to me. Um, and then she said that, she said a lot of other <coughs> stuff, but they just didn't believe... <coughs> Well, Buffy was selling. So that's that. Um, Real Housewives of Atlanta this week. Okay. This week on Real Housewives of Atlanta. It was amazing. We finally got to the Toronto conflict. Finally. Finally. Um, it was an amazing Oh, it was an episode. amazing. Well, first of all, you already know the group, all cast scenes when everybody is there, you know you're in for some good times mm -hmm. because it's hard for everybody to be in the same room and things not get... Caught to the forefront. And you know what? Can I just make a personal side mm -hmm. note? Just personally, I think that this was a really well-casted season. I absolutely agree. Because I was not 100%. annoyed. I mean, well, Yovana, you know, there but was a reason. she's not cast to us. It, exactly. Yeah. So there was not one person sitting there that I was like, why are they here? What Except Yovana. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So And um, Yovana is a fan of the show. 
who knew that Nene Leaks had a boutique called Swag and knew where it was. And she started going up to the boutique when she knew Nene was going to be there. And she tried to strike up a connection with Nene. Nene was in a place where last season she really didn't have a lot of, you know, it just wasn't, you know, the ending last season, she didn't have a lot of friends on the cast. And she ended up suggesting that Yovana be a part of this cast. And Yovana was a fan of the show who took that opportunity and really ended up in a situation where she didn't know what to do. These are years-long relationships between these cast members on a show about their lives. Mm-hmm. You decide to not come in and be interested of your own, um, in your own uh, uh on your own accord, but you decide to come in and try to interrupt these friendships and shit and make that be your relevance to this group. That's not really going to mesh well with people, especially after you insult the entire cast, telling them they're all fake. And then you make up this weird lie that you and Nene came up with together, trying to make Cynthia look like a bad person because Nene wants everybody to hate Cynthia right now because most people don't like her and they like Cynthia right now. Mm-hmm. And it's just disgusting to me. And that's why they got Yovana up out of there in a matter of minutes. Mm-hmm. It was absolutely incredible. L- literally, love to see it. Kenya and Portia were tag team that ass. They sure were. And Portia <laughs> called it all out. Kenya was acting like she was from Michigan again. You know what I'm saying? She said, well, we, ain't, we don't care what you're talking about. Cynthia well, we got Marlo together just to you. kick it all off. Cynthia cussed Marlo ass <laughs> the entire like, fuck out. I have wanted this Cynthia my entire life. So when Nene was like, that's the 50 cent, I know. I was like, well, that's the one we need, chick. And furthermore, what are you saying? See, this is what I mean about her. Those moments where she says stuff like, see, that's the 50 cent, so I She know. wasn't wrong. She wasn't wrong. And what do you mean? Because she was cussing at Milo? Like, what does that mean about her? Bitch, you've been cussing since we met you. And we, the people that like this show, guess what? We cuss. And literally, so we're not going to look at her and think that that's a bad uh, character. A flaw, you know what I mean, on, mm-hmm. on her. We don't care about that. You are going out of your way to make us feel like Cynthia is presenting someone to us that is not a true representation of herself. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, it's just not going to happen because mm-hmm. we've seen it enough times to know. And I think that that's the sentiment shared amongst all the other cast members too, which is why people like Kenya, Eva, Portia, all those people are kind of rallying to Cynthia's defense if you really pay attention to mm-hmm. the show. And I love it. But Cynthia don't need them to rally to her defense because as you can see, when it's time to handle that business, it gets handled. Let's look back at the timeline. Portia caught a boot to the stomach. Get the fuck up off of her. Cynthia cussed Nene ass out at the reunion last year. If you want to, if Nene wants to fall out under this petty ass shit, then let us fall out over it. I can okay. tell Cynthia has always been about that action and she tries to just not be for the sake of the show because you always see Mallory mm-hmm. sitting back in the back. I wish Mallory had a bigger role on this I show. Do. I wish Mallory, Mallory is was cool. Like, Shout out to you, Mallory. Mallory is cool Mallory as fuck. Mallory always, yeah, that's her she sister. She always came through you stop real quick. Up for him. Like mm-hmm. verbally <laughs> and physically, yeah. you feel like Mallory can get that ass together. And she will. And, and they make tell, a great duo on television. They're sisters. Because they don't just get ratchet and just start going yep. the fuck in. They can analyze the situation and say, are we going is this worth it? No. And let me Ma- tell you something about black people from. Let me tell you something about black people from Alabama because mm. Cynthia's from Alabama mm-hmm. and my sister-in-law is too. Black people from Alabama try their best to conduct themselves with a certain amount of class before they have to come up out of that and get in your ass. Like that's just how they roll. So Cynthia is doing that. She's trying her best to conduct herself a certain way. But you see, when it's time for you to get handled, like Marlo had to get handled. 
Cynthia cussed Marlo the <laughs> fuck out. And let me tell you something. The part of the reason we liked Marlo in the first place when we met her in season four is because we thought that she could, that she was quick witted and she could kind of keep up verbally. And she can't. It's been proven oh, year no. after year yeah. after year after year when Eva it's time for her. Ass. Eva got her. Kenya got her this year. <laughs> it's Cynthia, just, Cynthia just tore her ass up. You know, all yep. these things, you know, are happening. And I remember when Nene and Marlo wasn't even cool. How mm-hmm. about that? So, and people, I guess people fall out. I'm not really into that falling out with my friend shit, but I guess people do that, you know? So, Real Housewives of Atlanta was good, bottom line. That's what <laughs> I was going to say. I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's so, it. <laughs> like, I, I was so, still reeling from from Housewives. I was like, ah, let me get out of this box. <laughs> I caught up on so much other things, but that was just a, such a time. Is there anything else you guys want to cover before we get out of here? Um, I just want to give a shout out to Lori Harvey and wish her a happy birthday. <laughs> Life is oh. good, huh? Lori Harvey is dope, and she got a whole bunch of beautiful black friends with her in Jamaica right now. I saw that picture. They look so good. <sighs> there was a picture that they just... Her, Ryan Destiny took Ryan a selfie. Destiny, yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Normani. Jordan Woods. Jordan Woods, yeah. Yep. I love so this whole pretty. new young clique of like bad black girls. Come like on. Beautiful black girls who are just hanging out together. I love it. So shout out to Lori Harvey. Um, Speaking of Normani, did you hear her and Megan's new song? I did, yeah. Did you see the video? <laughs> uh-huh. What you think? I thought they looked beautiful, man. And my friend EJ is Megan stylist. And I thought, I think that they really are, you know, they're gelling together. And I love the things that Megan is doing. And that Rock Nation deal, we've been seeing the the benefits of that deal as we've watched her What is it, progress. a management deal? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Rock, nice. You see she got, she's in them coach ads on them horses and shit. Oh, and I like did see that. that, yeah. Like all kind of stuff. So shout out to Megan Thee Stallion. What about you? What about Did you me? listen to the song or see the video? I did. I couldn't connect. To either one? To the song or the video? They look great. And you know what? Beautiful. Great gowns, beautiful gowns. Everybody keeps I know, asking me. I know what songs are for me and what songs aren't. And I feel like I'm starting to age out of certain things. Well, see, I don't things, know if that's yeah. like... It's just a movie. Like, maybe this is because I'm a fan of Megan. I was like, this is just a movie song. This isn't really like a... Oh, like, okay, Megan do this. Like, this is her thing. Like, it was just for Harley Quinn. So that's why I was like, this is why this is on Atlantic's page. Yeah. So they pay for it. They have it. But Megan has done and way better. And I'm here for, for Megan to start doing the pop crossovers. Yeah. That's what I I'm, love that's, when artists do that. Personally, mm-hmm. I know some people don't like that, but I love it. That's I'm like, show them. Yeah, show them you have the range. And, and, and bring your art and your talent from Houston to the masses. all the way to the masses. Yep. I love it. And that video, the studio did pay for it. You could tell that budget was huge. Massive. And that's when why Normani it looks so was on that good. diamond hoop. Mm-hmm. I, oh my God. And her and Megan like just being together and even like the words that were written on Megan's clothes, like all that. It was just dope. So yeah. they dope. Shout yeah. out to them. looked amazing. Shout out I to was them. loving the looks from start to finish from, of them both in the video. But people kept asking me, so I was like, I have to make sure I say something about making this video on this show. For sure. Why, um, do y'all see that man is suing the baby for getting beat up? He's su- Oh, he's suing him? Mm-hmm. But how can he do that when he jerked him of $10,000? 
either way it go, as a man, right? I'm not my cojones, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Ain't gonna let me sue somebody named the baby for whipping my ass. You know what I'm saying? Like, grown ass man. You a grown ass man. And maybe it's because we, maybe it's some street shit, but I'm like, that's cold too. Like, come right, on. You dog. you brought this on. Like, what did you think they he were going to do when you shorted them 10K? He, and he's suing them just because he see they're getting more, even more money. And it's like, how did you steal money and you think that you about that's to try to get up, some more money? That's jacked up because he's probably going right to win too. What? And he's probably going to win. Wow. Wow. That's awful. Mm. And they poured apple juice on him though. I was like, why would you do that? Dialing back. Sorry, really quick. Why would you do that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That just, I, I, God I just, damn. I just caught up. <laughs> Never mind. Dialing back, because we were talking about love and hip hop, we didn't talk about love and hip hop. Were we talking about love and hip hop? Right. Like, oh, we didn't talk about love and hip hop. No. <laughs> oh, Maybe God. you're my. Oh, we were talking about Housewives. We were talking about the Bravo shows. Never mind. <laughs> I was just thinking about love and hip hop. That man doesn't say, were we? <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about love and hip hop because I was just thinking about Trina. We were talking about Megan and I was thinking about my mind. Oh, well, I guess before I even get there. Mm-hmm. So the reason I brought up Diamonds is because I guess this is going to be the musical icebreaker. For me, it was the Harley Quinn movie, and I thought to myself, like, oh, well, if this was not the track for it, or if there was, like, another track to go in addition to this, like, who would I have done this record with? Like, who would I have chosen to be on here? And I thought to myself, and I'm going to give you the example, and I want you to come up with some, too. Um, I would have loved a track for the Joker from, uh, like, for the Harley Quinn movie, excuse me, uh, Birds of Prey. Um, I would have loved a track from Rico Nasty. Like, uh, and it could have been more of the same what they were doing with this song, but Rico Nasty and Cash Doll. And I just wanted to say that. I just was thinking to myself, like, who would I have done this before if Rico I wanted like, a, a real, like, off. hot track that was going to go with this? I was, see the attitude and shit, but to me, when I think about, like, the Harley Quinn movie, I just think Rihanna. Like, to me, oh, like, yeah. a Rihanna hit would get Dick Stargate ass out the wherever they at, you know what I'm saying? Oh, Put them damn. with Rihanna and the Dream, throw them motherfuckers in the studio and let them come up with a banger for this movie because Rihanna has the essence of a badass, you know what I'm saying? Bat wielding, you know, two ponytail color hatted bitch. Like I love it. The way they have been trolling Rihanna about this album, <laughs> Liana. Her reaction is the best. So fucking. Funny. She posted the, that video, the little dog that be bouncing yes, in the box. Yes, yes, <laughs> so fucking. Funny. Why is that video so funny? So you would go with Rihanna. She would be a, a Birds of Prey song. I guess. I mean, I don't know much about. Harley I can't Quinn. I say because I don't know anything yeah. about that movie. Harley Quinn. I just thought of. Oh, um. Yeah. If I don't know, though, I can't yeah, say no, no, who no, no, would no. kill That's, the record. I mean, I know who she is. You know what I'm saying? I know I, the yeah, actress. I, well, I know the character. I know. I seen. Enough to know. Yeah. Right. You know. I can't say the same. I actually liked. Uh, it's Margot Robbie, right? Mm-hmm. I liked when she was uh, uh, I, Tanya. That was really, really. In it. Was that Margot Robbie? Was, was that, that her? Lord of the I didn't know that was her. Hold on. Let me look. Lord <laughs> I am just throwing movies out. <laughs> okay, no, but I thought I want to talk about Love and Hip Hop uh, Miami because Jocelyn back. Okay. Do you watch Jocelyn? No. Do you want me to get you Zeus Network? No. You not Now watch that Jocelyn? we can talk about. I'm okay. You're not going to watch the cabaret? After I show no. you this trailer, you will. <laughs> when I show you this trailer... You will, because guess what I think what you is? showed me. When she fighting in, like, yeah. a, a back room. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah. It's just that, you know what? I was watching her on Media Week this past week. And so I saw Jocelyn on Wendy. I see her on some other show. The though. Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club. Mm-hmm. She stopped by. Which, 
never mind. I'm not even about to go get on them right now. Um, and I was watching Jocelyn talk about her new show and how it's her her baby and how she actually has this like love for the cast and want to tell these the story. And I was like, maybe Fran would enjoy it from this perspective. I mean, so you know what? <laughs> I will find some good clips when it comes out, <laughs> and I'll just put you on, Fran. Fine. Or Dustin will probably I will put you on TV to land. That. <laughs> I just want to see Jocelyn act the damn fool. I'm glad that I guess I what I am curious about is the cabaret theme. Like, are they performing? Yes. They're putting together a show that is not nude, but just very sensual. A literal cabaret. Like the dungeon mm-hmm. style. Okay. And then yep. she said it's like a, a burlesque, club. Like you gotta you know. pay for a membership and shit, so yep. it's like classy for real, for real, And for is real. the show like the behind the scenes of the process of putting That's this exactly together? That's exactly what it is. Got and it. it shows I wonder how they bit. came up with that. It she seems said she random. did. She just was like, I want to do a cabaret. She said she'd been think- trying to uh, do it for some years. Like, it's always been an idea in her head. And- well, I figured she's a dancer. Okay. It makes sense to me now. Why y'all? Why y'all? <laughs> hey, Justice, watch Jocelyn's Cabaret on Zeus Network, everybody, because I'm tuning in. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't really for Love and Hip Hop Miami. I just watched because I want to see Jocelyn back. Okay. But I don't hate the cast so far because I was, you know, I always watch Katrina. R.I.P. Katrina's mama. That really hurt me because mm-hmm. her mom passed. Yeah. When? Her mom died. She had cancer. She passed a couple months ago. Oh, Trina. And her album's yeah. been pulled because of some funny shit with like her management, her manager on the show. Oh, so, man. A lot of like crazy shit going on on there. On that but show. she's on Sending the radio love. in Miami. Her and Trick have the new morning oh, show. Oh, I didn't hear about yes, that yes, on yes, the yes, Huge yes. deal. Um, yes. So that's dope. Although Trick Daddy was just arrested for. Um, DUI and he had when they booked him and went through his stuff they found some coke in a dollar bill or whatever and that's where the mugshot came damn Trick yes, I forgot about that so hopefully Trick Daddy gets his shit together um, but I hope their morning show is successful yes lots of respect for Trina love um, her and Forever. everything that she's brought to music and pop culture and all mm-hmm. of that shit so I really hate that Trick has decided to get in trouble now you know what I'm saying but I also know that he's suffering with lupus battling that so it's just a lot going on in Miami. Mm-hmm. Man. So and now they didn't brought Jocelyn ass down there. So it's even more going on. Oh in Miami. boy! He opened a restaurant on the show. I was like, this food look good as fuck. His food did look restaurant. good. What kind? Soul food. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nice. Soul food. Okay, <laughs> and not Korea. You <laughs> said <laughs> it just seemed like he could cook his ass off. I'm so <laughs> mad at you. You know that's a re- like there are restaurants that'll say that like soul food and it'll say it like that. S E O U. I mean yeah. that makes mm-hmm. sense because you know they do like the chicken and stuff like real good. Never mind, yeah, that's good. That's good. <laughs> do you have any updates on this as a story? Um, no, we're going a different direction <laughs> with it this year. So you'll you let know. us know. Mm-hmm. Okay, well you know I had to put that out there because they were gonna ask. Thank okay. you. New thing, something new. Something, something new. new. So. We're going to get out of here. And, of course, let us promote our show one more time. Yes. Okay. We will be at Sony Hall February 13th, which is a Thursday, right? Yes. yes. And tickets are available now at SonyHall.com. Is it forward slash the friend zone? That I'm, I am uh, mm-hmm. not sure, but I'm going to tell you right now as I look it up in my phone, which I happen to have right here. Apparently, um, VIP is sold out. Is, did we get confirmation on that? I, I know not, a lot of you were tweeting and saying that you weren't able to get VIP, so we were assuming that, but we don't actually have confirmation. 
But what we, we do have confirmation out. of mm-hmm. is the URL to our ticket link. And, and what it is, is Sony Hall, S-O-N-Y-H-A-L-L dot com slash events slash the dash friend dash zone. Wow. Repeat that one more time. Sony Hall dot com slash events because that's what we go into slash the dash friend dash zone. Got so, it. Sony Hall slash Sony Hall dot com slash events slash the friend zone with a hyphen in the middle of each word. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I'll make sure to post that obviously under the show details so that mm-hmm. it's easier to click for you guys. And I'll also post it on the Twitter. So that's it for us this week. We're back. We have tons of shows planned. So many shows. Tons planned. of great content. Um obviously audio and then a lot of visual and a lot of in person things in the work. So we're very excited. Hopefully you guys are as excited like we are, that we're back. Okay. We can't wait to read your comments so we can kick off the uh, recap segment next week. And we're happy to be back, and we love you guys. I hope you had a good break. And as always, thank you so much for listening, and we'll catch you next week. Bye, y'all. Stay black and protect your magic. Bye. <laughs>